Well, this is a story you might want to hear if you're planning on buying a gift card for Christmas or any time. A social media influencer has exposed a new scam in which thieves are stealing money loaded onto gift cards because they use a sticker on the gift card itself that's a different barcode. Here's Nichelle Lowe. She can explain. Here is a gift card scam you need to know about. What the scammers will do is actually go to a display where all the gift cards are. They'll take as many gift cards, the ones that are blank, take them home, and create their own barcode, at which point they will place their own barcode over the real barcode of the card. They'll then go back to the store and place that card right back into its slot, hoping someone will purchase it. When someone purchases it and goes to the cash, the card then gets activated. However, instead of activating the real card, it's going to activate the barcode that is on the back, which is essentially the fake barcode. For example, this one here, when we scanned it, the cashier happened to look and notice that it actually wasn't the winner's card. It was actually a gas card. It was hooked up to an ESO. So essentially what I would have done had the transaction gone through was load up the scammer's ESO card, the gas card. Michelle Laus there. Um, it's it's quite ingenious. I mean, it seems fairly simple, but what it boils down to is by the time the person who receives the card goes to use it, there's nothing on it. Uh, this is one of many scams, of course, but what's remarkable about these ones is how they evolve over time. So this one, again, it seems relatively simple, right? Uh but in many ways, it is a new one and something to be aware of. Uh, this is a time of year, too, where there are more scams because people are out buying stuff and people are not paying attention to things. Joining me now is Claudio Popa. He's a cybersecurity and safety expert. He's also the author of the Canadian Cyber Fraud Handbook, and he joins us from Toronto. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Thanks for having me on the show. So you've been talking about this. This is a time of year where not only are people very active with their with online and with their credit cards and so on, but uh, thieves are very active. Uh, criminals are very active too. They know this. Absolutely. This is prime time for cyber criminals. This is what they study for all year. This is what they practice for. They practice on uh, seniors. They practice on new Canadians. They practice on corporate employees all year round. And so you see them sending out these fake emails, these phishing emails once in a while to different types of audiences to see what works. All of that is fine tuning for the holiday season because this is when they send them out in mass and they want to reach hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people and and appeal to their sense of urgency, to the fact that nobody wants to miss a deal, especially, you know, a, a year like this when inflation's up, the economy is down and, and we're looking at potentially stagflation next year. Everybody's looking for a deal. Tell me a bit about this gift card one, because that's an interesting one. It, uh, I was struggling to figure out how it even worked, but but apparently you should watch out if you're buying those gift cards off a display and then they're all over the place, right? That that's you should right. really pay, pay attention to what's what exactly the card looks like. Gift cards are fascinating because they're highly profitable and retailers and the financial companies that back them make a lot of money from them. So they can afford to lose a certain amount to to fraud. So there's a lot that is absorbed 
And it's funny because if you go on YouTube and you you, you type in my name and, and gift cards, a couple of years ago, I did this TV interview where I showed people how gift cards are cloned using these special tools that you would use to clone any other kind of magnetic card. Well, right. they don't do that anymore. This okay. year, everything has changed and they simply go into us into two stores and they steal the cards, the, the blank, non-activated cards from wherever they find them on the shelves or hanging from from hooks and uh, they take them home and what they do is they swap their barcodes so they they carefully cut out the barcode from one and they carefully glue it onto the other and vice versa and then they go back to those stores and they place them back up on the shelf so that people who buy from whatever toys are us are going to be trying to activate a Toys R Us card when they buy it at the cash register or when they get home. And people who buy from LCBO will try to activate them. And the, 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 the way this works is as soon as these get activated, criminals are either notified or they have a script that constantly checks to see if the cards have come online and they immediately empty the cards. And of course, the sooner you buy them, the earlier you buy them, the more time they have to empty these cards. But it's particularly ingenious and it's particularly devious because they essentially get consumers or customers to activate their cards for them the, the the criminals essentially end up with free money they all they have to do is just sit there and wait which is remarkable if you think about it i mean i suppose the risk is in getting caught stealing the cards but that would yes. seem to be a relatively uh relatively um <laughs> impact-free uh situation so so in other words you you wouldn't know until the person you gave the card to went to use it and there was nothing on it Correct. There are ways to tell because uh, some cards you can you can tell that they've done a pretty poor job of gluing the thing. But by and large, they are very neat. They carefully affix these things. They place them perfectly aligned. They use proper glue, etc. So you have to essentially run your finger over the barcodes and also make sure that the scratchy ones have not already been scratched and covered over Again, I mean, the best piece of advice is make sure that you uh, you try to buy cards that are in a box, right? So right. if they, if sense. they are sealed in a box, then you're you're likely to be good. Obviously, uh, you need to check the seals on that box as well. But if you don't, if you buy cards that are just loose, then you need to run your finger over them and just make sure. And that goes also, by the way, and this is important, it also goes for cards that you ask for because sometimes they don't have them hanging there. They just have them somewhere behind the counter. But who's to say that the the stacks of cards that are behind the counter have not all been already swapped out by someone who has kind of slipped in there and, and done it and taken advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed too that that one another way of being able to tell us is if the serial number on the card should match the one that pops up on the cash right, at the Absolutely. register when yeah. it activates. So if yeah, if you just take a moment to make sure those match, it takes an eagle eye to do that. But if you ask the the cashier to simply slow down a tiny bit so you can match those numbers, most of the time the cashiers comply and mm-hmm. and and everybody you know they understand why you're asking. What happens when you buy one of these cards and it's empty? Uh, is there a recourse? Do you get your money? Do you get reimbursed or is it simply it's, written? 
so hard to do. Uh, unfortunately, what happens is people get these gift cards, they give them away to friends, friends essentially sit on them for a week or two. They try to activate them and they find that they're empty. So are they going to go back to the person who gave it to them? In most cases, they don't. There's already a high percentage of cards that never get reclaimed. And that's a lot of the profit. Those that do complain sometimes do get reimbursed. But of course, you have to go back through the people who bought them back to the store. The store owner has to say, well, okay, we'll assume that it took place inside the store and not afterwards. We'll assume that you did not just blindly give away the code on the card to someone right. via email, et cetera. So it's really difficult to do. And it's one of those uh, multi-part types of fraud that are so disjointed that the only people who benefit are often the criminals, unfortunately. Claudio Popa is with us this half hour. He's a cybersecurity and safety expert, author of the Canadian Cyber Fraud Handbook. Uh, so you're mentioning a few others. There's been a lot going on out there. But as you said, you just need to slow down. You mentioned some social media stuff where uh, you know, watch out what you're signing up for when it comes to contests. Make sure that that everything you're dealing with online is as it is what it says it is. That's right. On Facebook, this is particularly prevalent. You're going to visit a retailer. These retailers often have deals going on during the holidays. They've got contests. But how do you know when the page that you're looking at is the actual page of the company that you 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 thought you were uh, visiting. One way to do that is to literally check all the contact information that's in the about. Another way of doing that is to look at the reviews and the number of followers. I was on on Facebook today and I looked at the number of followers for a number of these fraudulent pages and they had one, two, three, maybe a dozen followers instead of, let's say, a thousand that most of the well-known brands would have. That's not necessarily a guarantee. What is typically a, a dead giveaway for these for these scams is when you take the wording from the the promotion, the activity, or the contest, and you put it into the search field in Facebook. So I did that today with one of the major brands, and it came up with hundreds of other pages where that exact wording is. So the right. way that you do that is with quotes. So you put the, the text between quotes, you take a, a snippet of the offer, and you will see that so many different other companies are being targeted by that same wording. Why? Because they're using bots, they're using scripts, they're using computer-generated tools in order to replicate and amplify their efforts so they can maximize their profits. It feels like this dance continues. We get better at figuring out what's what a scam looks like, and the scammers get better at, at shielding it or find new ways of doing it. The evolution is clear. Like I was saying about the gift cards, it changes all the time. And and one one other scam that I've noticed that is amplifying this holiday season is that criminals are now outspending the legitimate companies that they are impersonating. They're outspending them on 
advertising, which means that they come up above them in search engines. Right. <laughs> so as you're Googling whatever products or retailers you're looking for, the deals that come up that are fraudulent are likely to come up above the legitimate deals of the retailer that, you know, has a limited budget because they plan this budget, you know, somewhere earlier in the in the year. They never anticipated that they'd have to compete with criminals to outspend criminals yeah. so they can end up above them on, let's say, Google AdWords, for example. Right. What would that look like? I mean, just hypothetically, what does that look like when you see it? Like, what would you end up seeing that is fraudulent instead of seeing something that wasn't uh, that, that could fool you? It's amazing. It, it it looks indistinguishable from the real thing, except for little hints like the the domain name, like the, the URL, the website address looks the same, but instead of, let's say, Amazon.ca, it might say Amazon.to, and right. it gets presented to you just matter-of-factly, and it comes up right above the Amazon.ca deal. But um, as far as what the promotion might look like, it's literally a copy of the promotion that the uh, legitimate site has, but the deal is much bigger and the urgency is ramped up. So you've only right. got 24 hours to take advantage, or you might just have half an hour. <laughs> and they're just, and they're just looking advantage. for your credit card at this point. That's really right away. Right. I mean, yeah. they're looking for an emotional response. They want you to know that you're about to miss a deal. And the, the, the best thing I can recommend here is to not see those ads. And in order for you to do that, you need to do two things. One, do not shop from your phone. Right? It is very hard to block ads on your phone. Uh, your phone is essentially a tracking tool. And so the, the browsers that exist on your phone are made to kind of show you lots of ads. But if you're doing that shopping on your computer, just use um, a browser add-on like Adblock Plus, for instance, that will simply eliminate those ads from the page. It'll present a much cleaner look, but it also will eliminate what we call malvertising, which cannot just be fraudulent ads, but also weaponized ads that could contain malware and infect your system. So lots of good reasons to use a good pop-up blocker or ad blocker. Well, buyer beware as always this holiday season. Uh, Claudio mm -hmm. Popa, as always, thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show.